The New York Islanders played better, but it still wasn't good enough. A lot of the same problems causing the Islanders to lose their seventh straight game. We have all the key takeaways, plus a milestone for Casey Zizekas. All that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Boy, a disappointing loss, 4-3 to three to the Kraken in OT. We'll get to, uh, excuse me, in a shootout. We'll get to all of that. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on X, formerly known as Twitter, at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during almost every Islanders home and road game, so join me for instant insight and analysis, and it's great to talk a little Isles hockey with my viewers and listeners, game time or any time. Wow. Uh, seven losses in a row. And, you know, there, there's a cliche in sports uh, and in hockey, I'll put it this way, you can't win the Stanley Cup in November, but you sure as heck could lose it. Seven losses in a row for this Islanders team, and if this losing streak goes on too much longer, uh, you know, it, it, it may be shades of some of those late 2000 years where, you know, uh, Rick DiPietro got hurt and the Islanders were down to some, you know, second and third string goalies for most of the season. And, uh, you know, you knew by Thanksgiving, which is coming up next week, that the Islanders season was over, at least as far as the playoffs were concerned. We got to hope it doesn't come to that this year, but the seven-game losing streak certainly not encouraging. And look, there were some bright spots to this game. Uh, first of all, the power play. 
uh, looked a lot better. Uh, Anders Lee got a goal. We needed that. Noah Dobson scored on the power play and gave the Islanders a, a brief 3-2 lead. So, you know, that part of it was indeed encouraging. But, you know, just too many things that didn't go right. Let, let, let's start with Anders Lee. It was an Anders Lee kind of a goal. He got in front of the goalie, was jockeying for position. Bo Horvat made a good play, and the puck kind of hit off of Lee's stick and goes in. But when you've gone 11 games without a goal, they don't ask how. They just ask how many. And Islander fans have to hope that this gets Anders Lee going a little bit. You know, amazingly enough, he played only 11 minutes and 57 seconds in this game. Only Hudson Fashing was on the ice for fewer minutes out of all 18 skaters the Islanders had. But at least he is off the schneid. And, you know, he took a penalty and essentially scored on his only shot on goal. So there still wasn't a, a wow factor in Anders Lee's game. But maybe, just maybe, getting that goal will be good for him. And then congratulations to Casey Sezikis, who scored uh, what was a, a very pretty goal. Uh, Matthew Barzal made a beautiful pass, but the big thing for Zeke, his one 100th career NHL goal. So uh, a great milestone for Casey Sezikis. And look, not a lot of fourth liners. And Zeke has been on the fourth line almost his whole career. Not a lot of them get to 100 goals. So we're happy about that. Happy about the power play. And, you know, in the first period, it looked like Deja vu all over again, but the Islanders fought back and took the lead in the third period, only to watch it slip away again. So, you know, I, I think the second period was really good. The first five minutes of the game were really good for the Islanders. But then just, just too many of the same problems coming back to haunt this team. And... You know, let's let's do the hero and the goat of the game now, and then we'll talk about the problems in the second segment. The other thing, uh, again, I think Semyon Varlamov played a solid game in goal. Islanders outshot again, only managed 24 shots on goal in 65 minutes of hockey, but Varley making 29 saves. Islanders outshot 32 to 24. So again, you get solid goaltending. But there were still, you know, moments where you're you're just sort of wondering what could be happening. The power play does look better. And that's important for this hockey team because the power play has been a problem last year and a problem this year. And at least they're moving the puck. And the goal by Noah Dobson was a bullet. So there are some reasons for optimism they did play a, a more consistent overall game. And there weren't too many moments. I would say, you know, the second half of the first period and maybe 
a little bit in in the second period, but for the most part, there weren't too many moments where this team was just playing dreadful hockey. Uh, and, you know, they weren't spending three, four minutes at a time in their own zone. Yeah, one time I did tweet out, yeah, this is not a Seattle power play, but it sure looks like one. But for the most part, this was the most consistent performance, the closest they came to a 60-minute effort during this losing streak, which unfortunately does continue. But look, we have got a lot to discuss. So, oh yeah, before we go to the break, our hero and our go to the game. Hero of the game, I'm giving it to Zeke. Uh, You get your 100th goal, you score a pretty goal to boot. Casey Sezekis gets that hero of the game. And as far as go to the game, uh, you know, I don't like, I don't like handing out the go to the game. But Scott Mayfield, and I know he's playing hurt, and I know he's struggling through uh, the injury to, to stay in the lineup because the team needs him. But, you know, two penalties back-to-back that both end up late in the first period or middle and late in the first period, and both times the puck ends up in the back of the net. I got to give it to Mayfield. But again, little asterisks next to it just because... Uh, we know he's playing hurt, and we know he's struggling through and kind of taking one for the team. All right, we have got a lot more to get to on today's show. We will talk about what's wrong with this team, why they're not able to end up on the winning side of, uh, you know, seven straight games. So we'll talk about that, and we'll also preview our game in Calgary on Saturday that'll close out this four-game road trip and our Islanders birthday of the day well it's a present day Islander who has been with the team since 2013 let's see if you can guess who that is we've got all that and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast today's episode is brought to you by Game Time you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices and their best price guarantee Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets and my favorite feature of Game Time is that you can go on the app and see the view from your seat before you buy the tickets so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour, hour after it starts, so it's the place to find last-minute seats. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So the penalty kill. The penalty kill. The penalty kill. Two things. Uh, related to that. Number one, the Islanders just keep taking too many of those penalties where I'm a step behind, I'm going to grab somebody, pull them down. In, In that sense, this game was deja vu all over again. And this team is just 
taking too many of these penalties. And you would think a veteran team full of guys who have been there and done that would, you know, okay, it could happen for a game, maybe two, but, you know, seven straight games and maybe more if you look at the the bulk of the season, it's just been happening way, way too often. So for the New York Islanders, this must change. And then just as the power play seems to be improving, the penalty kill is falling apart. And that is, I mean, it is unbelievable that the Islanders have given up, what, 10 power play goals, if I'm not mistaken, in the last three games. You show me a team that gives up 10 power play goals in three games, and I'll show you a team on a losing streak. And that's exactly what we've got. You you cannot, in the modern NHL, where there is so much parity between teams, you cannot have disasters on special teams and expect to make a good playoff run. And we're seeing this team slump right now because just as the power play seems to be clicking and figuring things out, the bottom has fallen off on the penalty kill. And Lane Lambert and John McClain and Doug Huda better, you know, get this team working. I know they have to fly today, Friday, uh, out to Calgary, but if if they're going to do a morning skate or they're going to do a practice today, boy, oh boy, they better work on the PK. And I, I'll add this. A lot of talk on uh, social media right now and in the comments on YouTube and, and, and everything else about Lane Lambert's job situation. And I think he is on the hot seat. I mean, it... it Okay, the fans chanted, and Casey Sezikis defended his coach, and I get that, and it's loyalty and, and, and all of that. And I'll stand by this. I don't think the cause of the problem is Lane Lambert, but I don't see Lane Lambert solving the problem. And the longer it goes on, and the, the less things change or improve, um the more I begin to think, not that Lane Lambert is a terrible hockey coach or that he can't coach in this league, but maybe right now he is not the right voice in the this locker room at this time. And I never like to call for anybody to be fired. That's not something I like to do. I think Lane Lambert's a good guy. I think he was a very good assistant coach. And I think that he is giving his all but sometimes you're just not in the right place at the right time. And maybe it is time for a change behind the bench for the New York Islanders. Because, yeah, there were some baby steps forward, but seven losses in a row, it, it just isn't what you need from this team. And... You know, we're starting to get deeper and deeper into the season. And here we are, you know, we're past the halfway mark of November. American Thanksgiving is coming up next week. The Islanders need to figure this out, and they need to figure it out soon. Uh, 
you know, two of the next three games after Saturday are at home. But you have, after the Calgary game, which is Saturday, the Islanders are off Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And then they host the Flyers on Wednesday. That's a big gap if, if, if a coaching change is going to be made. Circle your calendar because I think that would be the spot where you would see it. And, you know, is Lane Lambert coaching for his job on Saturday when the Islanders visit Calgary? Maybe. I mean, realistically, only Lou Lamorello can answer that question. He's He keeps things so close to the vest, I don't know how he breathes sometimes. But... Uh, it is looking more and more like he is on the hot seat. And, you know, we're approaching the we, where we've played 20% of the games of this season. And, okay, you look at the Islanders' record, 5-6-5, five, and, five, and you're like, hey, that's almost 500, right? But it's really 5 wins and 11 losses. 5 wins and and 11 losses. Yeah, you got a point in five of those 11 losses, but, you know, this is not, this team is not maximizing its potential. And the thing is that you, the job of a coach is to look at the talent he has and maximize the abilities of his players on the ice play a system, create line combinations, occasionally motivate your team, but bring out the best in your players. And right now, whether it's Lane Lambert's fault, a little bit, a lot, whatever you want to say, Lane Lambert is not getting the best out of this team. In fact, this team looks lost at times out there on the ice, and they need to be better if they're going to get back into the playoff hunt. And, you know, the next four games that the Islanders play are against teams that did not make the playoffs last year and would not make the playoffs if the season started today, I believe. Uh, You're at Calgary, you're hosting Philly, you're at Ottawa, and you're hosting Philly again. Those are your next four games. The Islanders need to at least win two of those four and get at least one point in one of the other two. Or this is going to be... I I can't see how you keep Lane Lambert if this team doesn't start to snap out of it and play smarter hockey than what we've seen from them, not just over the last seven games. It's, It's especially in the last seven games, but really over the course of this season. So... Things have got to change, and, you know, there have been some rumors out there that Lou Lamorello is working the phones and trying to make a trade. I've heard those rumors, but you know what? We heard that all offseason, and this team, because of the contracts that have been given out to players, the lack of prospects, the, the fact that to make changes because of the cap situation, you'd have to trade away some high-priced, underperforming players. I mean, if you try to trade some of the veterans on this team right now, you may have to throw in a draft pick and retain some salary 
But if you do that, do you have enough money to really improve this team? Do you have the cap space to bring in the two things that this team still desperately needs? A puck-moving defenseman, which I think is a little bit less of a need than it was uh, at the beginning of the season, but it still would be very good because the transition game is lacking. And most of all, a sniper. Uh, but to get those things, you got to give up something and you got to clear out a lot of cap space. It, it is not impossible, but it is not easy. And we'll see what, if anything, Lula Morello can put together. We have got more to get to on today's show. We'll preview Saturday's game in Calgary. Plus, we will have our Islanders birthday of the day. We've got all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time together, you and me. And, well, we, we get together and get fired up about wins and losses, who starts, who sits, and I'm thankful for the connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. I, I just learned you can get a one-year supply on ED medications you realize what that means? Bring on extended travel, bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You're covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis or Viagra. This is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. If you or someone you love would love to get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com and see if it's offered for you. Remember, use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase at jasemedical.com. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, including Locked On NHL. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Islanders, Flames, coming up Saturday. Big game. Islanders, gotta win it. Gotta win it. Gotta get back on track. It's a 7 o'clock Eastern time start. And remember, you can catch every minute of the Islanders' hometown radio broadcast on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Islanders. The Flames coming off a 5-2 win over the Vancouver Canucks on Thursday, uh, a solid performance by Vancouver. Jacob Markstrom was the goalie in that game. So the Canuck, uh, the Flames rather, beating the Canucks, and they are now six, eight, and two on the year, right around the same record as the Islanders. Goal scoring is the big issue for the Flames. The Five goals they got against the Canucks, notwithstanding. They came into that game 28th in the league 
in goals scored. They were middle of the pack, 19th in goals against. And their power play has been struggling. They are 26th in the league with the extra attacker. And, oh, oh by the way, none of the goals they scored uh, last night against Vancouver came on the man advantage. The PK, however, very solid. Fourth in the league. So uh, the Islanders' power play will have a challenge ahead of it. The, the, the problem is goal scoring. And coming into last night's game, no player had more than four goals. Blake Coleman and Andrew uh, Mangiapane had four. But uh, Nazem Kadri had three. But putting the puck in the net has been the big problem for the Calgary Flames. The line combinations for Calgary at this point. Elias Lindholm, centers Adam Rzichka and Mangiapone on the top line. Nazem Kadri is the center on the second line with Connor Zary to his left. Martin uh, Prospisil uh, on his right. That's a tongue twister. Um Mikhail Backlund centers Jonathan Huberdeau and Blake Coleman on the third line. And then Igor Sarangovich, the former New Jersey Devil, centers A.J. Greer and Dylan Dubé on the fourth line. Mackenzie Weger and Rasmus Anderson are the top defense pair. Noah Hannafin and Chris Tanev are the second pair. And Nikita Zadarov and Nick D. Simone are the third pair. The goalies, Markstrom and Daniel Vladar, I assume the Islanders will be going with Ilya Sorokin, and I don't know whether they go back with Markstrom, who was played very nicely against Vancouver, or they turn to Vladar. So far, Markstrom has started 11 games, Vladar 4, and Dustin Wolf played in 1. So we'll see. By the way, two straight wins now for Calgary. So the Flames may be starting to come out of this slump Islanders have got to just get back to basics and, 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 you know, if they could kill penalties, man, they would, it, it would just stop taking bad penalties and kill the penalties they do take would go a long way to getting this team off the schneid. And you know what? Got to figure out something for overtimes and for shootouts because right now this team, again, just oh. 0 for 5 now uh, in shootouts and overtimes. And that's just, again, costing you points that you can't afford not to have at the end of the season. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, Saturday will be the 36th birthday of Islanders winger Cal Clutterbuck. A Welland, Ontario native drafted by the Minnesota Wild in the third round back in 2006. Made his NHL debut playing two games for the Wild in 07-08. Became a regular the following year. And was dealt to the Islanders for the 2013-2014 season. His best NHL season offensively came with the Wild where he had 19 goals and 34 points back in 2010-2011. He is the NHL's all-time official hit leader, keeping in mind that uh, hits weren't officially compiled as a statistic until very recently. And oh yeah, Cal Clutterbuck closing in on 1,000.
1,000 career NHL games. Uh, with 998, he has 138 career goals, 279 points, and he's been a great Islander over the course of the time he's been with the team. One of his better games with the Isles, we go back to March 26, 2016, at the PNC Arena Islanders with J.F. Barube in goal against Eddie Lack in goal for the Carolina Hurricanes, and in this game, we got Cal Clutterbuck with two goals, including the game winner. He scored on both of his shots, played in 14 minutes and four seconds. He tied the game early in the third period on a goal uh, that tied it at three. Casey Sezikis and Calvin DeHaan, the assist, and won it in overtime with 14 seconds left in the extra session. Brock Nelson and Nick Letty assisted on that. Barube with 33 saves. The Islanders end up with a 4-3 overtime win. Remember when the Islanders used to win in overtime? Well, that's what they did in this game. Cal Clutterbuck is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. I'm co-hosting tomorrow's, or today's, Locked On NHL, so check it out. It'll be streaming on the channel throughout the day. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is Monday on the show. We'll be back. We'll have our key takeaways from the Islanders-Flames game. Uh, and if there's any big news, of course, we'll bring you that. And we, I promise you, I'll get to the mailbag questions. I know you've been emailing them in. But with these late finishes and a lot going on, uh, I have sort of put them off. But if you've sent in an email, I'm going to get to them on Monday. So, Please send me uh, any other questions or comments that you have if you want your email on the show. Uh, again, the only way I won't get to the emails is if there's major breaking news concerning this team. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!